0: Is this thing on? (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Authentic Entrepreneur. I am your host, Chad Wagner. Authentic Entrepreneur is about real people living their truth through entrepreneurship. On the show today, we have co-owners of The Chocolate Conspiracy. We've got A.J. Wentworth and Steve Olson joining us for the show today. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thanks,
1: Chad. Thank you.
0: You're coming in loud and clear.
2: Uh, Salt Lake City, we're up in our office. We are getting our day going.
0: Fantastic. Uh, Appreciate you guys joining us today. I'm excited to have you.
2: Yeah, man. It'll be good, dude.
0: Why don't we start off real quick with kind of an introduction. Um, Each of you kind of tell us who you are and what you do for the Chocolate Conspiracy
2: yeah, for sure. Uh, my name is AJ Weinworth, and I'm the founder and the chocolate maker of the Chocolate Conspiracy, and uh, I do all of the the chocolate production. So I'm down in the kitchen. I'm making all the all the goods and doing all the packaging and running the the
1: running the retail store. My is Steve Olson. Uh, I'm uh, one of the owners and the I would say the operations manager of the Chocolate Conspiracy. Um, I've been on board for a little over half the time that the business has been in existence, uh, pretty close to half. And I wear a lot of hats. I do everything from um, paying bills to sales. Sales is my expertise. So that's my main um, focus and what I enjoy the most. I, I'm the face at our farmer's markets. I'm the face with our retail stores that carry our product. Um, I do a lot of our in-store demonstrations and sampling and a lot of a lot of customer relations um back end type stuff just keeping the business running and afloat so
0: sounds like a pretty good combination it yeah. is yeah. we yeah
1: we really do balance each other out well and it, when i need help on some of the back end stuff i can just you know when aj's not hands full with chocolate um you know we we share some of those tasks as well so and then I help in the kitchen sometimes, you know, when when it's needed. Like we had an employee sick yesterday and I was down helping with chocolate. Four bars. So, so, yeah, yeah, so we wear a lot of hats. Both, so. Yeah, I'll do
2: my office work and help Steve out with sales. And so we kind of balance each other out. So. Yeah.
1: Our <laughs> focuses and <in> talents, balance. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do balance each other out really nicely. So
0: That's awesome, guys. Super cool. I want to let the listeners kind of know um, how I found you guys. So... It was back in about 2009 2010. Um, I was working at a coffee booth at a farmers market. This was my venture at the time. Uh, we'd meet every Sunday and we'd we'd all you know sell our our thing we were working on. So I'm there selling coffee, and a few booths down from me, uh, this handsome young man named AJ <laughs> uh, And of course, you know, That was cool. That's old school, man. That was a long time ago. It's coming up on 10 years, probably. I know, man. We were babies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, I mean, um, I quickly fell in love with AJ just because he's got a great personality. And I love chocolate, so I was definitely over there regularly. Um, so then, you know, for the next eight years or so, we've still been friends. We've stayed in touch. Um, we've kind of watched each other's progression. And we've seen each other kind of pivot back and forth to to where the business needed us, or f- for myself, it was on to some new business opportunities. But it's been cool to to watch what you've been up to. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you're still around. Actually, I think that's fantastic, dude.
2: I know we we made it, right? We made it over that weird five-year comp, <laughs> and
0: now we're still cruising. So. Yep. Yep. Well. AJ, why don't you take us way back to where this all began? What gave you the idea to post up at a farmer's market? Um, take us way back, kind of give us some of the highlights along the way.
2: Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, the, 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 main, the main reason I started the business uh, is I, I wanted to make a healthy chocolate company. And that was inspired by a couple things. One was I had a, a fascination with nutrition. So my background is in health and wellness. Um, And my mother is a chocolate addict and so am I. So it was one of those things that I I wanted to help her eat better chocolate. And I wanted to, I wanted to provide a a healthy product for people. Um, You know, when you think of desserts or chocolate in general, it's always sinful. It's never a healthy and end product. And so, you know, my background was in health and wellness. I went to a school called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Um, It's based in New York city. And so, uh, I, I went to school for a couple of years and studied and basically we were studying a lot of holistic alternative health, um, which, you know, kind of fell in line with what I was involved with chocolate. And, um, you know, as I was making desserts, I want, originally I wanted to open a, a healthy dessert cafe. Um, and I, as I was doing this, I, you know, I realized that all the, the one ingredient I wasn't making was chocolate. And, uh, um, you know, so then I kind of went down this rabbit hole of trying to learn how to how to make chocolate. And I figured out it was going to be a lot harder than I thought. Um, and so I just kind of scrapped the idea of desserts and just focused on chocolate. And uh, from then it, then it took off from there. So then I ended up moving back to Utah. So this was right, you know, a year before I had met you. So this was 2009. I had finished school. Uh, actually, I had one year of school left. And so then I. For 2010, I finished school, I did a long-term, like a long-distance program, uh, and that's right when I launched my business was the fall of 2009, so I moved back to Utah and decided to start the business here. Utah is pretty ripe for uh, entrepreneurs, it's a good place to start a business, and so I decided to, I, you know, I grew up in Utah, so I decided to come back here and and get, give a go at it, you know?
0: Yeah, so we got a great community there for that type of thing, for sure
2: yeah yeah there's a there's a good foodie community, a good chocolate community uh, a lot of people are doing good things you know Utah has this rich history of farming and pioneers, and so there's there's still that that energy in the air here about about food yeah so
0: so you kind of landed at the farmers' market um, initially among some other things but kind of yeah
2: uh, you know we we started doing markets started trying to expand into stores uh you know that's good to segue into how i met steve and he can tell you the story um and you know yeah i did originally the first couple years of the business i was doing mostly farmers markets and i only had a, a kitchen to produce and so i was in that kitchen for two years by the third year of the business i was able to open a little retail store um and that's when you and i crossed past more your place was right next to me um which I'm, I'm sure you could share about too. Um, so then I had the retail store for a couple of years, and then we ex- started to expand. And now the location we're in is bigger and better. Um, and we'll we'll probably be here for another couple of years, depending on how quickly we grow. So
0: awesome. And right now we're just
2: south of downtown. We're right on the right on the cusp of downtown Salt Lake City. So
0: definitely uh, share that address just in case we got some Salt Lake listeners.
2: Totally for sure. It's seven seventy four South. 300 West. Awesome. Really easy to find.
0: Um, Before Steve jumps in on his part there where he, where he finds the company. um, I want to kind of talk about the power of farmers markets. Um, As a startup entrepreneur, I've found it's an ideal place to launch and test product. Um, What would you agree with that?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Steve, you know, I'll have Steve touch on this. He's been handling all the markets, you know, the past couple of years. So, um, yeah, we do a If we do a test product, we'll we won't have nice packaging. But, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll let Steve kind of talk about farmers markets.
1: So, yeah, I think the market not only is it um, ideal as a testing ground for uh, for new new businesses and new products for existing businesses, but it's just ideal for expanding the brand and gaining new customers. Uh, you know, we do we do the Salt Lake City Farmers Market. Uh, there's both a summer market and a winter market now. And the winter market, this is the first year that it's every single Saturday, and it's been great. Uh, the last few years, it's been every other Saturday um, up to now, and the winter market's always been great since they started it a few years ago. Um, but it, like if we look at the summer market, uh, all said and done, we don't make money. It's not, it's not profitable for us in the sense that we're making a profit on sales, mm-hmm. but it's profitable for us in the sense that we're picking up new customers. We're, it's a great place to um, just present yourself in front of people and remind existing customers that you're still around. Um, and it's, uh, it's just a great way to interact with the community as a whole. Uh, the farmer's market is just such a melting pot for, you know, local businesses, local commerce, uh, food and social interaction. And it's just, it, it, it's great. <laughs> so I, I won't go too much deeper into that. I, yeah, I love you it. know, I could talk about, it. I, I could it. talk about it all day long.
0: So. <laughs> Steve, how did you uh, fall into the company or what point did you, you guys combine?
1: Yeah, so honestly in a sense I've 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 kind of been a part of the company almost since the beginnings and in, in the way that uh I I was managing a little eco store here in Salt Lake City uh, back when AJ first started the chocolate conspiracy and we were the first retailer to sell the chocolate conspiracy. So
0: Hey Chad, you still there? hey guys um sorry we lost you there for a minute um we're gonna go back into recording so this app that we're using is called anchor and so far it's been really handy convenient they have done some updates to the app and maybe that was our problem there Uh, (laughs) yeah we're recording again and steve got cut off uh he was managing a store um selling some of the first chocolates
1: yeah, yeah. So, so Jay, uh, you know, he, we were one of the very first story approached to, to retail the chocolate conspiracy. And when he brought it in, it was just, it was kind of a, a rough product. You know, he had just very first uh, created it and it didn't have a great finish. The packaging didn't lend itself really wonderfully to retail. And so I, you know, at first I told him like, you know, I don't, I don't think we're ready to sell something like this quite yet, but I love what you're doing. Let's stay in touch he came back after a few months and had improved the the recipe. The packaging looked better. And we started, I was like, we got to sell this. I, I just immediately fell in love with the idea of what the chocolate conspiracy was and, and, and AJ's passion about it. Uh, it was just so cool to see this chocolate that was so pure and raw and sweetened with honey. Didn't have shit in it. <laughs> and... Um, you know, I just immediately loved it. So we started selling it and fast forward a few years, uh, that store ended up going under. It was a really, really tough store to uh, make profitable. Uh, When I found out I was getting laid off, AJ literally walked in that day, day after, and uh, he said, look, I, I need somebody to help me with sales. I need somebody to help me get my product into more stores and I'd love for you to take that on. And so I jumped on board. This was back in 2013. Followed of 2013, and um, I, I started helping AJ just on a very part-time basis um, getting the chocolate conspiracy into more stores and very quickly grew into taking on an ownership role, taking on a managerial role, and becoming a, you know, a permanent part of the chocolate conspiracy. So, and, you know, to, to really touch on my background quickly. Um, before earth goods, uh, I was studying at the university of Utah. I was studying, uh, environmental studies and I, that, it's an interdisciplinary study. And I really, uh, delved a lot into sustainable business, sustainable food systems. And that really, really sparked my interest in local sustainable organic food um you know that that's really where it kind of started for me and it really went back to my teens as well um just always had an interest in in this kind of food that we that we create here at the chocolate conspiracy so
0: yeah tell us about the chocolate itself um you know what makes it so healthy what makes it taste yeah um
2: you know so the the chocolate you know my background was was raw cuisine. Um, and so that was when I was first introduced to a raw cocoa bean um, or a cacao bean. And, you know, I'd never tried anything like that. I'd never tried raw chocolate. I had no idea what it was going to be like, uh, you know, but it the, it just tasted brilliant to me. There was something about just consuming the, the seed of this fruit tree. Um, you know, technically cacao is, is the nut or the seed of the tree and it just blew my mind. So, you know, I wanted to maintain some of the integrity of raw food. And so what we do with our chocolate, or, or what I should say is what we don't do is we don't roast our cocoa beans. So typically most chocolate companies roast their beans. Um, we don't, but we are a bean-to-bar chocolate manufacturer. And what that means is we process all of the chocolate from the cocoa bean all the way to the finished product here in our facility. So we take it from the bean all the way to the finished packaging. Um, the other difference with our chocolate is we don't use any refined sugar. Uh, and it is all, all of our chocolate bars are primarily sweetened with a local honey, a Utah honey. So that's what really, there's no, there, there's no good companies out there that use honey. Um, we're one of the best, uh, we're one of the only companies in the the United States doing a honey sweetened chocolate. So.
0: Okay. Interesting. And honey is super good for you, right? So, I mean.
2: Oh, yeah. So the whole idea is to really enhance the health benefits of the chocolate. So, yeah, honey has a lot of vitamins, a lot of minerals, a lot of enzymes. Um, And then raw cacao chocolate itself, it's really high in magnesium, high in iron, chromium, uh, really high in B vitamins as well. Um, It's got a lot of cool uh, brain chemicals. It's got serotonin and tryptophan. Um, It's just a really cool food. Uh, The other thing is all of our products, we don't use dairy. And anything. Everything we do is 100% dairy free. Um, no refined sugars, no soy, no gluten, no additives, nothing artificial in any of our products.
0: And it tastes amazing. I can vouch for that. <laughs> and it <laughs> does taste good. So, uh, this is some something that I've learned over the years dealing with coffee. And it, it seems that almost everywhere that coffee grows, cacao will also grow it needs that same type of environment is that is that correct
2: correct yeah cacao will grow in in basically the equatorial belt and so that's 10 degrees north and south of the equator um so you'll find chocolate yeah very many places you'll find coffee so bolivia nicaragua uh you know most of central america a lot some of south america you're going to find it in hawaii madagascar the ivory coast um Uh, yes, uh, Thailand, we're getting a lot more chocolate out of um, some of those places like Thailand and Vietnam, um, which is really cool. We're starting to see a rise of more kind of um, Eastern chocolate, Eastern cacao, at least instead of South American, Um, you know, and and a lot of the chocolate that's consumed for your candies and things like that, Snickers and and Mars and stuff like that, that all comes from West Africa. And so most chocolatiers like us, we're, we're looking for kind of higher quality beans. So we're sourcing out stuff from Hawaii or we're sourcing stuff from Peru. Um, currently, everything we use comes, comes from a, a central Peru and we're working with a farming co-op uh, and it's mostly owned by families. And so they're, they're getting a good wage. They're getting paid above fair trade wages. Um, and we know that the, the product's really clean. It's a really, uh, they do a lot of good handiwork on the chocolate. So.
0: Awesome. Super cool. Yeah. Uh one of the things that's been unique, uh, something that you came out with, was a chocolate Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, He's, he comes around every Christmas.
0: Has he been a pretty good seller for you?
2: Yeah, you know, it's oh, the past few years, the sales of, of Jesus have kind of gone down. Um, but it's because we have other products. We have other we have new stuff and, you know, we got a, our drinking chocolate we repackaged. We have a new package for that, which we we launched last year before Christmas, and so you know sales sales went down a little on the Jesus only because we had some hot chocolate products we were selling and some truffles, but no man, he's he's consistent. We have I sell him every year, uh, you know. He comes in a cute little box on a on a little bed of hay, man. It's cute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that so, actually yeah, we, reminds we, me. Uh, we only make that
2: in November and December. So,
0: gotcha. Uh, you brought up another topic and that was the, the chocolate, uh, hot chocolate drink. That was one of the things that really stood out for, for you. Um, you saw a lot of that stuff as well.
2: Yeah, dude. And that's, you know, when, so what we, what we used to do, I used to have a chocolate sauce and that was what I was primarily selling at the summer market. And then we would do the hot, we would do truffles in the winter and we would do sauce in the summer. And then we would do hot chocolate in the winter and we'd do cold chocolate in the summer Uh, But what was happening is the truffles became so popular, people wanted it all year round. The hot chocolate and cold chocolate didn't matter with the season, they just wanted what they wanted. So I'd have people walking in the chocolate shop in January and wanted a cold chocolate smoothie. And uh, so we just started, we just decided to serve it all year round. So yeah, so what we did is the drinking mix is you can use it hot or cold. And now we serve the hot chocolate all year round. We do the cold chocolate smoothie all year round. Um, in our store, but at the markets, we just focus. So every, all the winter market, we do hot chocolate, all the summer market, uh, we're serving uh, fresh blended chocolate smoothies at the market. So
1: Good. we've now started to distribute that chocolate drink mix out to stores. So locally here, a lot of the Harmons have picked it up. Um, a lot of little mom and pop shops. We're gonna expand sales of it online. Uh, it's become more of a fixed uh, retail product for us in addition to our chocolate bars.
0: That's awesome. Awesome guys. So let's, let's talk about uh, some of the highlights over the years that have kind of made the journey magical, because I know that, you know, there's the day in day out of business, but also you get to go on, you know, road trips, you meet people. What are some of the magical moments for you?
2: Um, uh... Yeah, man, a bunch of stuff just ran through my head. Uh, You know, one of our, our, we had never done it. We did it two years ago. Uh, We did the fancy food show in San Francisco. Um, And that was a big food show. I had been as an attendee, but I'd never gone with the business. And it's huge. It's a big expense. It's a lot of money. It takes a lot of work. You know, we wouldn't have, we would have never been ready for it if we, you know, if I tried to do it earlier. Um, But that was that was a really good food show we had a good time on that trip um, and then you know every year we do the Northwest Chocolate Fest and that's in Seattle and uh, that's a kind of a highlight we look forward to that every year too. So.
0: Awesome.
1: We have a, a chocolate and cheese festival here locally that's up at our the Natural History Museum up at the University of Utah and Dude, it's, it's an amazing uh, festival. It draws it's, so many people. It's coming up at uh, the end of March. It's usually end of March or beginning of April, and they've been doing it for a few years now. And it I mean, it attracts almost 6,000 people over two days, uh, and you have probably about 30, 30 to 40 vendors, mostly chocolate, but some other food products as
0: well. And... Yo, Chad. Still fellas, around. fellas. <laughs> Sorry about the app uh, disconnect, Um, but it's all good. we got a couple more questions to go through, and uh, we'll get you guys out of here. Cool. So we were talking about the Cheese Fest. That looks like something people need to check out if they live in Utah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'd like for you guys to each just share your thoughts on entrepreneurship in general. Mm, All right. Or your experience.
2: (laughs) Um. So my my thoughts on entrepreneurship. Um. It's been a wild ride, man. Uh. I never really thought that I would, that I wanted to be a business owner. Um. I I always thought I never wanted a boss. Um. But ultimately, uh, being an entrepreneur, you just have to be your own boss, or your business partner has to be your boss. So ultimately we always have a boss. You can never get away from it. Um, but that was my idea, you know, to be an entrepreneur. I never really knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I I think that now that I am and now that I'm involved in it, I don't think I'll ever do anything else where I'm working for someone. Um, you know, it's kind of my ideal, ideal situation. It's tough. It's hard. It takes a lot of work. Uh, and you've got to be tenacious. Um, And that's kind of what I love about it. It's risky. There's a lot of pitfalls. It's been, you know, you have a lot of highs and a lot of lows and, um, but overall it's, it's a good way to live life. So
0: awesome. Very cool.
1: Yeah, I would say, I mean, the very first thing that comes to mind for me is just patience. Uh, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, um, you just, you really have to stay the course and have patience. And, you know, I've had some other um, uh, business owners talk to me recently. Um, One guy in particular at uh, a meeting of Utah businesses recently, and he just said, you know, how have you grown the business and how have you guys grown so much in the last couple of years? And I just told him like, you know, honestly, we've just, we've been patient with picking up accounts at the right time. You can't rush into something that you can't handle just for the sake of growing. You know, it's um, I've, I've, I've heard of a lot of stories of, of businesses just uh, growing too fast. And then it just, you know, it ends up uh, biting you in, in the in the butt. Um, and you, you just got to have patience with your growth. Um, and you know, some of the things that AJ touched on, uh, just, you know, be in your own boss. Um, it's awesome. I've, I've worked for quite a few companies that I would say, you know, corporate companies, um, and that whole top down kind of big wig, you know, big corporate thing never sat well with me. I, I hated it. I, you know, the first uh, job I had was working at a grocery store, uh, you know, Smith's food and drugs owned by Kroger and God, I hated it. I hated, I just hated the top down approach. I hated the corporate, you know, and there's certain corporations I think I'd love working for, but this small business thing, I've been doing it for, you know, almost a decade now and just, I love only having a few coworkers, you know. I just have to deal with AJ and a couple of our part-time employees and I love that and I don't miss not working for a ginormous company and I hope I never have to go back to that. And if I do, you know, I hope it's a, you know, a good fit. I don't think it's all that bad. My brother works for Whole Foods and he loves it, you know, and he's had a good experience, so I, you know, I don't think it's all a horrible thing, but that, yeah, those are the first, you know, the couple things that really I would I would um, highlight is is being your own boss. It's great and it sucks. Uh, it's got its ups and downs. and and yeah, anybody looking to be an entrepreneur, just go into it with patience. You just can't you can't expect to explode and you've just got to really, you know, be be realistic.
0: Grind it out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a long grind, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we're still trying to get to that light, but we're we're getting there. It's there's some great rewards along the way.
0: So, well, you guys are creating massive value for people. You know, I, I've never seen a customer uh, be offended. You know, they love your chocolate. They love your
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's really hard to displease people with yeah. chocolate. You know. <laughs>
1: been very rare in our in our business to
0: have a customer that's upset yeah. it's a good business um, is there anything else that you guys want to add um, maybe recap some events you're going to be at or uh new products
1: yeah um we're you, you know you mentioned new products um we're hoping this year we're going to bring a couple more chocolate bars into our line um I won't mention flavors just in case, uh, you know, that kind of changes. But there's there's two bars in particular that we're really focused on bringing in as soon as we can and expanding our line that way. Um, and then, you know, kind of one of our other goals down the road is to do to create another chocolate bar line that's going to be really unique and um, kind of be something that that nobody else is really doing. So uh, yeah, just looking to kind of, I mean, our chocolate bars are, are the bread and butter of the business. Um, you know, we're, we're looking to continue to expand our bean-to-bar chocolate chocolate making. And, um, you know, the, the drink mix has been great and we're, we're, we're maybe gonna, you know, take that further and branch that out. But yeah, mostly just focus on chocolate bars and continuing to grow that and bring some unique flavors to people. Um, and yeah, as far as like events this year, um, we mentioned the chocolate cheese festival coming up. Uh, we're gonna do the, the farmers market again. Um, we'll, you know, just kind of kind of stay in the course this year. There's nothing crazy out of the ordinary. Just just you know, focusing on the things that we know do really well for us. So.
0: Yep. Sweet. Do you guys have any bars out here in Austin? Any places carrying your bars?
1: Not yet. Uh, it's at the top of our list for uh, cities to get our product in. Um, there were a few stores I targeted uh, probably, what, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, and it was before our new packaging. Um, and so with our new packaging, our, our product just lends itself so much better to retail stores. So it's, it's at the top of our list. Uh, I know our, our products would do really well in Austin, so... Yeah. Anybody have any recommendations for stores <laughs> out there? Uh, you know, send them our way, and yeah, ask ask for us in your in your store. You know, whatever store you think could carry our bar as well, because we'd love to get some more uh, retail business in Austin. I love Austin. It's it's such a cool city. I got to go there a couple of years ago for my first time, and absolutely love the food scene there.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Well, I'll definitely be spreading the word uh, with people. And now you're on the podcast. Hopefully you know someone to hear this and reach out to you guys um aj is there anything else you want to share before i let you guys out of there for the day
2: uh no man we're you know i I appreciate the opportunity uh it is great to to share you know what what we're doing and with what you're doing i love that you're doing this new podcast it's great um now we just need to plan a trip to austin and bring a chocolate train with us so
0: yeah, let's do that. All right. Podcast listeners, I'd love for you to please go and check out the Chocolate Conspiracy. Uh, you can hit them on Instagram at ChocoConspiracy. That's C-H-O-C-O-C-O-N-S-P-I-R-A-C-Y. Just look up Chocolate Conspiracy. <laughs> and also look for their website, EatChocolateConspiracy.com. Yep. Yeah for tuning in thanks for joining us guys uh everybody stay authentic and we'll catch you next week
1: thanks Chad thanks so much
0: cool that was perfect that was great mm-hmm.